Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events of world cricket and try to analyze them from a fan's point of view, maybe add some in-depth insight and crack a few really cheap jokes. And today we're going to talk about India versus England, the T20 series, a preview for the T20 series. All five T20s are happening at the new stadium in Ahmedabad, the Narendra Modi Stadium. And I think we should all expect very high-scoring series. But let's just look at India first. And for India, if you look at the further schedule, this is essentially a World Cup tryout because the World T20 is happening later in the year. But since India has qualified for the World Test Championship, they're going to be missing the Asia Cup. So there's this series against England, which is five T20s, the IPL, now, the Asia Cup, which India will not be able to participate in, or a full-strength Indian team will not be able to participate in. And maybe a month before the T20 World Cup, there might be a three-match series against Australia. There might be some games in Sri Lanka, but that's about it. So, this becomes an essential World Cup tryout, which is why I'm very happy to see there's a very big squad. I mean, the IPL is there as sort of a venue, but there's just something, there's just a whole other feel about the Indian team getting together and playing together. So let's talk about India first in depth now. Well, let's look at their first 11. And India actually have a problem of plenty in this series where your top four batsmen with Virat Kohli, Rohit Sharma, Shikhar Dhawan, KL Rahul, these are India's best four batsmen in T20 cricket. And only three of these four have been fit since October 2019. But the problem is now all four are fit. And how do you drop one of the three openers? Because Rohit Sharma, KL Rahul, Rohit Sharma, Shikhal Dhawan, um, KL Rahul, Shikhal Dhawan. You look at any of these combinations, the numbers are almost exactly the same. I mean, without Kohli, has to bat three. He is the best number three to ever play T20 cricket. So, how do you choose the opening combinations? I think it's very easy to say Rohit Sharma has to start given his match-winning ability. And I just think in T20 cricket, I know KL Rahul had that kind of IPL where he was the highest run scorer, but he was anchoring the innings. If KL Rahul becomes a, a free-flowing batsman and can play freely like a dasher at the top of the order like he did for India in 2019, I think KL Rahul should start. Otherwise, nothing beats the Rohit Sharma, Shikhar Dhawan, right-hand, left-hand combination. India might also be tempted to play Shikhar Dhawan because he's a left-hander. And in India's top order, there isn't another left-hander coming into number five. So then you have Virat Kohli at three. One of, yes, Mumbai fans, Surya Kumar Yadav has finally been selected to play for India. So one of Surya Kumar Yadav or Shreya Sayyad, but I think with the kind of support Shreya Sayyad has been getting, I think he will play for and Sky will have to wait his turn. And then Rishabh Pant makes a comeback into T20 cricket. I think Rishabh Pant will slot in at number five. Another reason why KL Rahul may not play and they might play Shikhar Dhawan, playing Pant as the keeper, allows Rahul to not keep wickets and also allows you to play Shikhal Dhawan. So that adds two left-handers in the top five. And India is actually a very right-handed, dominated top six because Hardik Pandya slots in at six. There's rumours that Pandya is going to start bowling and that will be beneficial for India because with Jasprit Pumra being rested for this series and Tina Tarajan, there's rumours about him being injured. India only have one other death bowler in Bhuvaneshwar Kumar. So if it's a slowish surface, Pandya's cutters can come in handy. So Pandya at six and then the finishing ability falls off a cliff because you're looking at Aksar Patel, or Washington Sundar to bat at number seven. And though they are good batsmen in test match cricket and maybe even in one-day cricket, I just don't think they have that finishing ability in T20 cricket that somebody like a Hardik Pandya or Rishabh Pant would. Therefore, it becomes even more important that one of the top four batsmen bats through to the entire innings. 
and allows the rest of the batting order to bat around them. And I think that should be India's formula going forward. When Bhuvaneshwar Kumar makes a comeback, I do think he will slot in at number eight because he adds a bit more with the bat. And then you can play Yuzvendra Chahal. Yuzvendra um, Chahal, if Tina Trajan is fit, Natarajan has to play. And you play Deepak Chahal, Shardul Thakur. You play all your other spin bowlers. You can even play Aksar Patel if the track is doing a little bit to add some more spin. But what about England? And I think... You wouldn't normally say that India don't start favourites in a home series. But I think this is the first time in years a foreign team is coming to India and they start favourites. I mean, in the Test Match series, England didn't have a full-strength squad. Otherwise, that would have been a far more interesting series. But in limited overs cricket, T20 cricket in particular, there is no team better than England. They bat all the way down to number 11. They have se- They have six to seven bowling options on good days. And they have a fantastic captain and very good finishing power. England is simply the best limited overs team in the world right now and have been at the peak of limited overs cricket since the 2019 World Cup. I mean, just look at their openers. You open with Roy and Bairstow. Roy, Bairstow and then David Milan, who's one of the best ranked T20 batsmen in the world. And I think he gets a 50 every alternate inning, statistically speaking. And then you have their finishing core. Morgan, Stokes... Butler, Moeen Ali, Sam Curran, Jofra Archer, Adil Rashid, and their batting just goes on and on and on. And then finally ends with Mark Wood right at the end. So they bat all the way down to number 11. So again, with England, it's just a free-flowing batting lineup, which has some ferocious batsmen who don't have to hold back because of the depth that they have. So if India bowl well, and India will have to bowl insanely well to put up a fight against England, England do start overwhelming favourites. But I think this series is more about preparation for the World T20 than the actual result from an Indian point of view. So it'll be interesting to see how they go about it. There are five T20, so there will be quite a lot of rotation, especially with the Rishabh Pant, Ishan Kishan situation because Pant is making a comeback into T20 cricket. But a full-strength England side will pose a dominant opposition, maybe even a daunting opposition that India might fear, but I don't think that's the attitude this team has. They've shown a killer instinct over the last two to three months and under Virat Kohli, India have honestly just gone for the kill and they don't play to draw, they play to win. And that sort of an instinct will do really well for them against this dominant England team. 